You know what's delightful about working at a uh, martial arts studio? Tell us, David. When your students, especially the younger ones, uh, come up with some weird in-jokes and you just pick up on them. Like one of the kids said, uh, I'm just going to use his assumed name. Welcome to Sparky's Standing School. <laughs> I'm going to call him Sparky for the <laughs> sake of this recording. So one of my students, he's, he's like nine and he did. The, he had this gag with his friends where they would. He'd walk up to them and he'd go, "Welcome to Sparky Standing School." And then they would like dramatically fall down, and he would just go, "You fail." And then they'd crack each other up. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd just walk up to someone else, "Welcome to Sparky Standing School." Thump, you fail. <laughs> I, I think I'd fail at that kids, standing kids, school. Kids are fascinating. <laughs> yes, they are. I, I actually thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was pretty inspired for a ni- for a nine year old. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a smarter nine year old than I am as a almost thirty well, year old. You're a nine year old, thirty year old. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I killed cleric. I'm sorry. No. He, what? Can, can I just say I really want to use. Welcome to Cleric Standing School now. <laughs> I, I, hey, you know what? I think you totally can. Just walk up to people. Welcome to Cleric Standing School. They fall down. You fail. You disappoint me. Immediate F minus. Uh, not good enough. F minus minus. It looks like you worked pretty hard, Falls. <laughs> F plus. You're doing pretty good. Oh. First day at the goddamn school, and this is how you treat me? <laughs> Suddenly it turns into like a, oh fuck, a Finding Forester, where he's just, you know, stand for God's sake! Yes! Oh no, <laughs> even better. You're like, welcome to standing school. And they fall over, it's like, you know what, if your parents hadn't paid me a lot of money to get you into this school, it'd be very clear you would never have gotten in here in the first place. <laughs> the story of the university scandal going on right now mm-hmm. oh fuck topical yeah even sparky standing school is not above controversy <laughs> I, I i don't know why sparky was the first thing that popped into my head sparky sparky i, I was trying to think of a name that was as far removed well, you from know, with today's kids like the way people are naming their kids nowadays it's, i would be surprised there's a sp- Someone named their kid Sparky. Hey, hey, let's not be Sparky thirty seven XX. Hey, let's not be insensitive. I mean, Cleric's first parents named him Cleric. After all, that's not his like <laughs> username. It's his first name. It's just Cleric. My middle name is Of, oh. and my last name is Madness. Have- Mister and Mrs. Madness. Someone came up to me, Mister Madness. I know, please, Mister Madness is my father. <laughs> Call me Cleric. Mr. Madness is uh, a pretty good... It's, it's actually a decent wrestling title. That's <laughs> why I wish Alan was here. Alan's not here tonight. Why is Alan not here? He's sick. Or Alan. Alan, we love you, and we're, we're uh, Cleric is here to be you tonight. <laughs> wow. Okay. We can never replace you, so we're going to replace you with, with Cleric. cleric. <laughs> we figured let's bring on the guy who... Basically brought creepypasta into the world and then what destroyed it? What Wait, he didn't destroy it? No, he just he, he let it go. He let it. He put it in the hands of other people. Yeah, he let God. it run free. It just, just daily reminder that everything is my fault. Yep. 
I, can and, I, I wouldn't be doing this podcast if it weren't for so many. And we say this every goddamn time we have you on the show. I'm sure it's old at this point. <laughs> Welcome to Cleric Ruins Everything Analysis. Hello. I break everything I touch. Yes, indeed. Well, I'm, luckily this recording seems to be going okay. But watch as by the end of it, we find out that it didn't record any of you at all, despite me checking it a couple times uh, before Shebang. we got started. Um but yeah, Cleric has already been thoroughly introduced. It's been a while since you've been on the... Wait, hold on. It's been a while. It's been a while since you've been on the show. It's been a long time. How long has it been? It's been at I least a year. Yeah, I, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. Because I... Wow. Yeah, it's been a while. Welcome back after your hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, um, what, have you been, what have you been up to in that long... Uh, span of time you were gone and we clearly did not communicate with each other at all we just happened to bump into each other tonight um i um been writing a little bit more i'm putting together a book uh, my second real one nice and i started a youtube channel uh and started working on that and then kind of took a little break that turned into a long break are you still or are you now active again, doing active things? I really need to take the time tomorrow to edit a uh, file that I've had sitting on my computer since February oh. that was recorded last year. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, my uh, podcast co-host did kind of join the military, and that's where that went until, you uh, know, February. Mm, okay. I gotcha. Yeah, that's the Slenderman one. Uh, speaking of uh, co-host, uh, the, I guess, higher-pitched male voice is David King. Oh, yeah. Hi, that's me. And the, the lower-pitched lady voice is is Kayla. Hi. <laughs> and uh, tonight, it's Short and Shivery. Woo! Yay. This I We're probably good, close short to Short and... <laughs> good. Short stories to make the uh, poison go down faster. But what's this? It's not... Someone actually mixed us up a zombie. Like, that's our mixed drink tonight. It's a zombie. Ooh. Mm. Uh, have you ever... Ha- actually, have you had a zombie? It's actually... I I have had a zombie. And I know you have. I'm not asking... I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> oh, well... <laughs> I haven't had a zombie, but then again, I, I don't really drink mixed drinks. I like my liquor uh, straight from the bottle. Uh, I'm a beer person, too, actually. Oh, I'm totally a mixed drinks person. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm talking about liquor, not beer. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm talking you're, you're, about it's like cleric uh, cleric drinks rubbing alcohol. <laughs> I'm I'm just eyeballing my my half uh, thing of Kentucky bourbon because the last time I drank it, I drank half of it. So basically, <laughs> well, last time we drank half of it, we turned to Mister Plunkett for two seconds. Yeah, we should all So, a zombie is basically triple sec orange juice and. Uh, uh, lime juice. I prefer... And uh, with... I guess, I mean, usually you would do triple sec, but it says you could do a Bacardi, add a Bacardi as well. Fun fact, if you you could do blue curacao, triple sec, um, and um, orange juice. I think so. On melon liqueur, and it'll come out a very putrid green. But if you do, um, instead, pineapple juice, it'll come out a neon green. Interesting. I always thought a zombie looked like somebody sneezed in a drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what. 
That said, uh, the reason I bring it up is because uh, both of our stories tonight are apparently zombie-themed. Uh, this is actually a mixed uh, poison sent to us by Anthony Zaragoza. Uh, thank you, Anthony. says, hearing you guys read The Gun Game reminded me of two short story- zombie stories that might be good, read- good to read together. So honoring that request, we're going to do that. Last time our short and shivery uh, didn't really have an interconnecting theme, but this time it does, and it is Zambs. It's Zambies. It's Zambies. Zambos. Zambronies. <laughs> Our interconnected thing is our interconnected thing is actually zambonis. So both our stories are horror stories about those things that come out on ice rinks. Actually, uh, you know, actually there are quite a bit of like joke story horror stories with a zamboni because it's like, oh my gosh, watch out, you're gonna get hurt, and it's going so slow. No, no, leave me here on the ice. It's slippery. Yo, oh, it's so slippery. I I don't know. Uh, Go shucks. Weird, fun fact: I actually, um, as a kid, used to ice skate at the same ice skating rink that um, uh, uh, Tanya Harding used to ice skate. Like my sister actually would have lessons right after Tanya Harding's. Like, oh wow! Yeah. I used to be an ice skater like you, but then I took a crowbar to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was once a I once practiced ice skating and now I wish I hadn't. <laughs> There's got to be a Tanya Harding creepy pasta. She's got to be or or a theory rule, pasta. Rule six sixty six. If it exists, there's a, probably a creepy pasta of it on the internet. Probably. Yeah. I still want to do. Uh, there's going to be a point, and I promise I will do this. Um, I will read the Sailor Moon creepy pasta. That it is a promise that I've made to both Abysme and um, Sade. And future David will totally edit the Sailor Moon theme into the beginning of that episode. Yes. But not this one. No. Yeah. But we'll probably also put it with the Clarissa Explains It All theme. <laughs> so why don't we start with uh, a story called Self-Preservation. Now, I figured we'd start in alien territory. That is the, uh, the, uh, the virus-riddled environs of the dot-com. Blech. Or the ad riddled, I should say. I think it's starting to pick back up again, but uh, I don't know. There's just a lot of weird stuff that I'm not super crazy about on uh, on creepypasta.com these days. As reliable as it has been, uh, I still prefer using the wiki when it comes to finding this random trove nonsense to read. Thank God this is short. <laughs> yeah. Estimated reading time, three minutes. Well, this is going to be a shorter episode. This was, a, this was apparently posted uh, July 1st, 2010. Oh, wow, it's an old one. Oh, I thought that's what you were going to say the request was posted. <laughs> oh, no, the request was only posted two months ago. I haven't been doing it. <laughs> oh, man, really wait. Future David. So, so this was posted b- before the wiki was created. Wait a minute. Wait. So, wait, was this. Be- wait, did yeah. were Creepypasta stories being uploaded that early, or is this just backdating it? I don't know. But I do know that Creepypasta existed since, um... Wait, go, scroll, I, scroll down. Did, uh, did that have a date? No. No? Nope. Yeah, that's, uh, 2000. Oh my gosh, yeah, there's people commenting. So they're all from July 1st, 2010. Well, except for a few that were posted later. I feel like that's just a random backdate. Because then the rest of them are, like, from 2013. I'm so glad y'all talked for that long because I was opening my timeline document so I could uh, pull dates. We're, we're, we're covering for you, dude. You got your back. 
also, uh, February 15th, 2007 is when the ex-paranormal board on 4chan was created. And uh, July 2007 is where the term creepypasta was coined on that board. So this... Is that... Gosh, that's kind of sobering to think that uh, we've um, we're almost like a decade and a half from the beginning of Creepypasta now. Basically, I mean, to be fair, we're several several decades beyond that. It's been uh, one week since you looked at me. <laughs> well, January sixteenth, nineteen ninety nine, there was a. Uh, journalist who posted an, uh, an account of an encounter with black-eyed children to the alt.folklore.ghost stories on Usenet. And, and mm. that's honestly where I would say that, like, creepypasta started. And then in the 2000s, there were the chain letters, you know, uh, like, Ted the, uh, Ted, the, Ted the Caver was pretty early, too. Ted the Caver was March 23rd, 2001. Oh Polybius God. was uh, February 6th, 2000 on coinop.org. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to be fair, as long as the internet has existed, there's probably there's been ghost stories and other campfire tales flitting around it. It was only just if you want to talk about when it was properly coined, that's definitely this turned into an educational episode. You guys, welcome oh yeah, to, welcome to Creepypasta Education with uh, your professor Cleric. Uh, now, Cleric, I actually have a. Uh, this is me raising my hand from the back of the class. I have another question. Yes. Do you think at this point? We're, I mean, obviously we're well past, we're well past peak, like, a pre, like peak creepypasta, you know? That's how I yeah. feel. Um, it's not dead yet, though, is it? Is no, it? I don't think it will ever die. Now, I've talked about this before, and you'll have to give me a second to get the old sleepy brain going, because it is midnight o'clock. That's fair. Um, so I, I generally classify the eras of creepypasta as being like, first off, you have the pre-creepypasta era, which is your chain letters and your the Usenet pre- ghost story. The pre-creepypasta. Pre-pe- yes, the pre... Yes. <laughs> Go on. It Sorry. wasn't going to sound right. No. Then you have, <laughs> then you have creepypasta pop proper. And that's your uh, original stuff like the rake and... Um, Holder stories and the stuff that could have been true. Uh, smile.jpg. Then you have the third generation, which is your icon pastas like your Jeff the Killers, your Slendermans. You got Marble Hornets, Marble right. Hornets, uh, Grifter, Dead Bart. And then you have the fourth uh, generation, which we're uh, hitting really st- in its own stride right now, um, which is the author as the face instead of instead of like characters being the focus of creepypastas you know have authors as the focus where multiple stories and you know identifiable authors instead of just random internet posts by unknown users which adds to the creep factor Mm -hmm. so it's different it's like honestly i have seen things change as i even even though i've only been doing this for a few years i have definitely seen the even in, in that timeline, seeing the thing change. So, yeah, because you've got you've got no sleep, which is really an author focused instead of. I, I mean, like, albeit it it is about you know allegedly true horror stories, allegedly. but you still have yeah you still have visible authors instead of what you used to have, where 
It's just an anonymous user posts the original Squidward suicide post to 7chan's export on <laughs> April 6, 2010. Oof. Wow. Yeah, and Lost Silver was anonymously posted to 4chan's export uh, in June 6, 2010. Yeah, that would have been appropriate to read uh, because Kale and I just saw Detective Pikachu, but we can talk about that <laughs> another time because that's a good movie and I don't want to like – that, that's our, I don't want to talk about it in conjunction with stories that might not. Yeah, our recommendation: go see Detective Pikachu. It's it's very good. Uh, can I restart this? Yeah, I mean, I just want to make sure that that we are. I mean, not to like cut off your lecture, <laughs> Professor. <laughs> I swear to God, if you get me talking on this, no, I know you, you can something... have a whole YouTube video about it. Well, I mean, this it's legit fascinating. I think we should actually we should do this as a proper discussion sometime. Oh yeah. I mean, I have a a four page document on on timelines. Damn, son. Yeah, no, I've been I've been working really hard on this. I don't blame you. This is it's it should be documented. But yeah, let's 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 talk about it. Let's let's go over it. Let's 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 have a nice like anthropological uh, survey of creepypasta. A, a and geological survey. Yeah. <laughs> because because I really did want to do like a long a long form YouTube video on like. The various Wetchamaduchis and Whoosiewutzits and and where and when and how and why. Yeah, basically. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm super down. Um, I'm gonna start. Not to steal your thunder or anything, but yeah, Kayla. Kayla's been sitting here like vibrating. Well, because like the, you know, there's people who are like, "Shut the fuck up and start <laughs> reading the goddamn story." Actually, please talking. <laughs> I actually do find this fascinating and like I'm hearing like oh this is so cool but then I'm like I can hear some of the view- like listeners in the back of my head saying shut the fuck up and start the story. You're, you're, like, the, you're their champion Kayla. Yeah sure I am. That said let's allow me read Anthony's first story which is self-preservation. Alright. If you're reading this then hopefully long oh if you're reading this then I am hopefully long gone. Okay bye now. <laughs> okay so that was good. <laughs> I was <gonna> say that. <laughs> it's been <laughs> two months now. <laughs> it's been two months now, or two months since the meteor struck. Mississippi. Mississippi. <laughs> there was a lot of public interest in it. Astrologers and the like all gathering around for a look. They took samples of the rock and shipped them all over the world to museums in every country. Hell, I almost made a trip to look a take a, to have a look myself, but I had but I had an interview with a potential employer. If he hadn't called me up the previous day, I'd be dead now. Three days later, after initial hype died down, the news reported nothing on the meteor for a couple of days. Hmm. Uh, the next thing I heard, I guess we're, 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 we've arbitrarily decided to order now. The next thing I heard was uh, about, it was when I got home from the pub and turned on the late night news. I was just in time to catch a breaking news article. The worried-looking reporter informed me that almost everyone who had been in the vicinity of Mississippi when the meteor went down had been hospitalized. Their symptoms were similar to those to those that a corpse experiences during decomposition. Ten people had already died, most mostly the elderly and the very young. Why is it always the elderly and the very young in these cases? Because they're the weakest. Welcome to Sparky's Standing <laughs> School. <laughs> you failed. No. You failed. Uh, <laughs> it makes so much sense now. Scientists and geneticists from all over the globe were working frantically to try and find a cure. Being smarter than the average be- being smarter than the average bear, I gathered some I can't believe that someone used that. I gathered some supplies and prepared for an epidemic. Years of being paranoid beyond reason were finally about to pay off. 
Okay, who is this guy? Who is our narrator? Oh, I couldn't be bothered to look at a meteor because I had an interview. (laughs) Yeah, I'm Bob, smarter than the average bear. So he's obviously a bear. So he had a. That's a a twist. He's a bear. This is guys. This is straight up Yogi Bear as our narrator. (laughs) He's like, uh, let me me go back to the first paragraph. If you're reading this, then I am hopefully long gone. With a picnic <laughs> basket. But isn't uh, Yellowstone Park or, ba- or no, Je- Jellystone? Jellystone? Basically, where Yellowstone Park is, that is not in Mississippi. I don't know where Jellystone is. Well, he had a long flight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had a flight to catch, Boo Boo. Hey, Boo Boo, maybe you could fly to check out that meteor while I get the sheriff's picnic basket. Sheriff? What? It's the ranger. Sheriff. <laughs> Sharif the Ranger. Oh, I don't know, Yogi. People are saying they're decomposing when they get around the meteor. That's not my problem. <laughs> uh, uh, I believe, but yeah, so we have a paranoid Yogi Bear. Great. The news the next day had a lighter tone. A Chinese scientist had worked out that the meteor had contained an alien strain of bacteria that broke down flesh tissue. That's, a, that's not a human way of saying flesh. <laughs> flesh tissue well clearly the clearly the scientist is in fact an alien <laughs> ah, i broke my flesh tissue open well, you, know, you know it might be just <laughs> ah, my squiggly splooch <laughs> you know it might just be a bad translation <laughs> <laughs> oh no the scientist also remarked that the bacteria were only affecting humans he had also worked out that if a victim consumed the living beans, such as an insect, it would delay the progression of the bacteria, giving the scientists more time to fi- figure out a permanent cure. Anyone who thought they may have contracted the infection was to eat as many live creatures as they what? could. What? <laughs> what? Oh, oh just- boy. Hey, Yogi. Hey, Boo Boo. I just gotta shovel them down like they came from a picnic basket. <laughs> the reporter also explained that the U.S. Army was trying to contain the infection. They failed. <laughs> they went to Sparky Standing <laughs> Standing School. school. <laughs> <laughs> they failed. <laughs> Go ahead, Kayla. Okay. I don't want to leave you just with they failed. Well, oh, but so. Well, wait, can we get through talk about how insane that is? Just oh yeah, so just consume a bunch of living things. Just whatever. Like, actually, had, did well, they have to? Just, well, they just said Pac-Man. bugs. Oh, such as an insect. So people are just starting to have to eat like crickets and whatnot. Yeah. Anyone who has read Stephen King's book, The Stand, no! will have an idea of how the bacteria made its way around the world. No, wait, no. Is Hold that a JoJo's up. reference? You you do not. This is okay. Faux pas. Faux pas. Do not mention another book. Actually, you no, know, no, hold is. on, hold hold on. There is one story that actually does a very good job at this, and it's uh, Harlan Ellison's uh, "Repent, Harlequin," said the TikTok. Man. Oh yeah. Uh, and because at the end of that, they said, "So they did what to, so what they did to the one guy in 1984 is what they did to this See? guy." And but the thing is, the way why it works is because the idea behind it's a parody off of um, those kind of uh, like those dystopian novels. Yeah, yeah. And the the joke behind it is that what well, with the with that story, the joke behind it is that. Um, it is obnoxious and strange and weird, 
because it's trying to be like I am it's like in dystopian novels it's usually this is the way things are and then there's a guy who fucks shit up. Yep. So with the story it's like he breaks all the rules of or of what uh typical writing should be. Right, I get you. I get you. But so that's But it's just that's that's a, that's a there's a difference the, when a there's a difference when an, uh, a a really carefully crafted story does that and when just suddenly like oh by the way just in case you need a if you've ever read this book which is clearly the inspiration for what's going on here basically Anyway, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm jumping the gun a little bit. But no, this but is always I, a big this is always a strike in my in but, my mind. But I, I get it. Now no, it's it's always really bad, especially when you title your story after another book to trick people into thinking they're reading something good. Mm, good point. Um, sorry, I, oh, I uh, cut you off. Yeah, but it's my turn. I forgot. Yeah, it's still your turn. It passed through the air, but to catch it, you had to be near someone infected. Because the symptoms took between three to five days to kick in, people didn't realize they were infected. In a week, Victus Soames disease, as it had been named, was global. Why Victus Soames disease? They just pulled that out of their ass. I think if it's Latin, it might be pronounced Victus Somus. Victus Somus. I, I know some Latin, but... Uh... Uh, well, you guys are trying to figure it out. Oh, I'm oh, Vic- oh, 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 it's, 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 Somus is like som. Like sleep, right? Sleep, yeah. Um, you know why they use Latin for this? Because it's a dead language. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the fact that people keep using bits and pieces of it makes it an undead language. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, this, according to this, Victus means defeated, or at least to, according to Google, and Somus means treating. What? So, defeated treating? Why do you do this to me? Walking Google? Dead disease. I had barricaded myself in my house with towels and blankets stuffed into every crack. I had the TV turned on to the news all day and night. The scientists had not predicted that the bacteria would adapt to the infected people's efforts of trying to keep it at bay. Victims all over the world were claiming that the insects were no longer working. People were starting to catch small mammals and eat them. They were starting to stuff gerbils up their asses. It, that's that's the, not how you eat. <laughs> oh, you mean suppositories don't work? <laughs> not in this case <laughs> oops uh, as the days went by people were slowly eating larger and larger animals the first reported case of cannibal- cannibalism was ironically the last broadcast made really this was the first ca- reported case of cannibalism not like there were, you know uh, not like uh, there's been other cases of cannibalism like a, a famous story from like 200 years ago you know, took place up in the mountains. Mm. Donner, Donner, party of seven. Donner, party of six. Donner, party of <laughs> Donner. Oh God! <laughs> I recommend the ink- that's a that's a dinner party that. Uh... Oh oh, what's the? There's an action. What's that one movie? That's uh, it's really good. Oh, Cannibal the Musical. Yeah, Cannibal the Musical. Oh jeez! That's a uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone, uh, movie that like in their younger years. Yep, like, that, probably like the first movie. It's amazing. Uh, anyway, um, who was reading? Me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. The anchorman's hair was falling out, and he was missing three teeth. 
he nervously told America that there had been a reported case of cannibalism in Southern Europe. I was hoping he was going to be on TV. Yeah, that would have been dramatic, but mm-hmm. okay. He also said there would be no further broadcasts. I guess this was the only news station available. I guess so. All survivors were to lock their, themselves in their houses and not let anyone in. I can hear you knocking, but you can't come in. <laughs> For the next week and a half, I watched... Oh, sorry. Wait, that's that's not... I'm stealing your paragraph. I'm sorry, Kayla. I didn't... Yeah. No, you're right. For the next week and a half, I watched the infected shamble up the street, knocking on doors. One of my neighbors, a couple of houses down from me, was stupid enough to open the door. <laughs> Hidey ho, neighbor. <laughs> Three people dragged him out, started biting his flesh. They started Don't you mean flesh tissue? <laughs> <laughs> my bad. They wrote it terribly. They started with his arms and legs, trying to keep him alive for as long as possible. They were crying as they ate. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're so delicious. Oh. Their meal was streaking in pain. <laughs> and as, that's not that's what they call an unhappy meal. Yeah. <laughs> the three people eating him were apologizing furiously. <laughs> I thought this took place in Mississippi, not Canada. <laughs> oh. oh, we're sorry, eh? We're so sorry. You're so delicious, eh? Hey, hey Beth, if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they were able to control themselves. It looked more likely they were disgusted by what they had to do to stay alive. I okay, so that I get what they're going for here. I like the idea that they're they look like zombies and they attack people like zombies, but it's just a desperation to stay alive. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of neat. Um, just saying. Uh, they tried to break into my house five or six days later, but my barricades held. They were outside, begging me to let them in. Just one bite. Please be generous. I listened to their pleading all night, too scared to sleep. So this just turned into I Am Legend. Because then the next yeah. night they came back, and they were just like, you know... Come out, Neville. Neville. The women. Yeah, go away us nicely no more. The women. The women. Uh, uh, take us home, cleric. I suppose I should explain why I'm writing this. I'm infected. Well, shit. (laughs) Yesterday I coughed and lost the canine. Just like an I am legend. I was saving that bacon. I spent the night pulling out my teeth, easing them out one by one. It didn't hurt. They just slid out like pulling up carrots. Okay, that's not a bad image. I, I'm not going to Yeah. Lie. No, that, that's... Anyway, as I was saying, I'm infected. No shit. The bug... We, we <laughs> yeah. We figured that out. We started popping out teeth like Barney favors. The bugs have stopped working, and all the wild animals have long since run away. I've decided to lure someone into my house and attack them. It sounds so wrong writing that out, but I don't want to die. And I'm so hungry. I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Credited to banana corn. Banana corn. Da, 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 da. Hey, Kayla. Banana corn. Da, 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 da. Banana corn. Da, 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 da. Banana corn. This, <laughs> yes. This story brought to you by banana corn. <laughs> Why have one when you could have both? 
Banana coin. Sorry. We, I think we based our two different jokes. I was thinking of what you have to say in that one game, uh, the sniper versus that spy hunter game. Oh, I was... The one where you have to you have to talk to an ambassador and you hear just someone go, banana bread. And that's the code word. Oh, that's right. I know what you're talking about. Um, and then, I... and but then, like, we worked into uh, Mana Mana. The, the Muppets. From the Muppets. Um, and then he made it into a commercial, so it was it worked out in the end. You so know, this- funny enough, I'm going to be making banana bread this week. Ooh! But it's going to be strawberry banana bread. Ooh! Oh. You I- know, Kaylin makes some really good uh, banana bread too. So trust me, we I think we could all appreciate banana bread. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, I saw a recipe that was like a shortbread, but it, it was a shortbread cake bread thing and i was like why is this so brown and then i realized they were making banana bread cake and oh. i was like just just skip that and just make banana bread yeah just yeah. make banana bread it's no need to or make banana corn bread uh, banana actually, corn bread that actually does not sound that appealing i've uh, had cornbread with bananas boysberry cornbread's good though Ooh. now y'all i'm i'm pretty offended as of Mississippi, you ain't supposed to be putting no bananas in that there cornbread. Hey, 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 cleric! Is the is the reason you're now you've got this accent and you're now whistling through your teeth a little when you're talking? Is your teeth are starting to fall out because you were among the first infected by the Mississippi meteor? You see what it happened, was? <laughs> um, oh no, my tapes! They all done pulled it out. I'm not in the book. <laughs> I'm not gonna... no, 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 no. Summer squash. Oh wait, hold on. Summer. I, wow, I can't do it tonight. <laughs> Summer squash. Uh, so, what do we think of this? I, I. It's silly. I don't. I don't find it particularly scary, but um, or good. <laughs> it's it's okay. In my yeah, 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 no, it's like I, I've read so much worse. Like, I, and this isn't even like. On the bad scale, but it's not exactly. Good. It's it's not it's not bad. It's honestly not bad. I think it's interesting to to look at this from the perspective of, hey, what if the zombies are just literally doing it? Like it, it really was just a case of self preservation. They're all still fully aware, and they're just a bunch of infected people who are I, desperately I, trying to keep themselves alive. Again, I, I don't I don't think it's bad or anything. I think it's an interesting idea. I think rewrite it, do more research. Could have been executed a little stronger. Yeah, it could have been a maybe, but honestly, yeah. It's all right. It's not bad. It, it does what it sets out to do, but it could do it better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've written I've written one of these kinds of stories where like, oh, there's Zambos, but they're still cognizant. Mm-hmm. I wrote a story that was uh, just your typical zombie survival story, but at the end, it was revealed that the survivor you've been following through the story is a vampire. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. And uh, the vampires are going through a crisis because the living are being turned into zombies and they can't drink their blood. Um, that story is old and I would love to rewrite it at some point but I'm pretty sure other people have played with that uh, premise before I think think the tough thing about zombie stories in general is we've dealt too much with the whole what if it was a disease and it's like (laughs) what if it just happened what if it's just the result of what happens to everybody who (laughs) fails at Sparky standing school If that's not the title of this uh, episode, I'm going to be so disappointed in you, David. Well, David can't title it that because clearly he failed Sparky's Standing School. And only good boys who pass Sparky's Standing School, like, I hope... 
Uh, okay, okay, I failed. Claire, you. you failed. You, you, nine, <laughs> a nine-year-old walks up to you and says, "You failed." <laughs> yeah, and, that, and that's just the thing. Basically, with Zambi stories, it's like there's only so many times that you can say, "What if it's a disease?" You got to make it somewhat more interesting. Like, there, I think you have to with zombie stories it has to be more of the outside effect and more about the survivors yeah if it is from the point of view of oh yeah that reminds me of the zambo story i want to write where like the zombie the, the zombie apocalypse is the framing device for the story to take place okay yeah i mean, yeah. I mean warm bodies works because it is from the point of view of a, a zombie and really do you that's not something that was usually touched upon. I still, you know, I can't think of another zombie um, that's actually from the point of view of a zombie. Oh, well, mm, I zombie, which. Uh, there was also James Farr's uh, zombie with an X that was uh, a flash cartoon from Newgrounds. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, but I, but yeah, but still, that's like three. It took a while for us to figure that out. So, I mean... There's also the song, Zombie, Zombie, Zombie. Hey, no, actually, Future David, don't don't worry about that. Just don't. Just don't do it. Don't put it at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, I just feel like... You only have so much time to edit this. Don't worry about it. That reminds me in a game I played, Kingdom of Loathing, that the zombies dropped cranberries when you defeated them. (laughs) Why? I love Kingdom of Loathing because Cranberries sings the song Zombie. Yeah. You know what? Before you even said it, I just like, it just clicked. I was like, oh, for fuck. But thanks for helping set up the joke so it's understood by people who don't get the reference. So it's all good. Hey, should we read our, let's read our second story. Yes. It's called Since the Incident. And this one is on the Creepypasta Wiki. Yay! We're home again. Close that tab and never go back. <laughs> uh, wait, I mean, for the first story, I want to give it a fr- quick freshness rating of uh, banana corn out of banana bread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a um, Jellystone Park out of a Mississippi. <laughs> I'm going to give it a banana fallen behind the refrigerator out of corn. Oh, that's so disappointing. <laughs> Corn with a K, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, why don't you that way the, the rating's really hard to judge. <laughs> uh, it, uh, should I start again? Yeah, go ahead and start. This next story is called Since the Incident. Oh, why did it have to be? It had been five years since it's the It's been five years, five since, years the since the incident. <laughs> it, it flows really well. Yeah. It's been five years since the incident. Five years since the ape outbreak, since the war, since civilization had crumbled. No, it only, wor- only works so far, but good, yeah. good, good, noble effort. Thank you. A for effort. Five years since the outbreak, since the war, since civilization had crumbled. Now only a few small, isolated populations survive. I was one of those lucky ones. You're, you're the lucky population. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> your whole population. Good for you. <laughs> Sorry, narrator's a high of mine. Yeah. Though perhaps lucky isn't the most accurate word choice since it's still a struggle to survive. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun! <laughs> For one thing, food is hard to come across. Not impossible, mind you, but still difficult. If you're lucky, you might find some canned fruit or vegetables, or maybe even some bottled water. 
Usually, however, meals consist of whatever can be caught or picked. It's surprising how quickly one can get used to taste to the taste of squirrel meat. So it's just fallout. Yeah, basically. But everything's radioactive, so you better make sure you have some rad away. Ah, that's not rad. Mm, nope. Hey, oh, how refreshing. <laughs> There's also the danger of being attacked. My group and I would have to remain alert for any feral dogs roaming the area. Normally, they'd be little more than a nuisance since they had the habit of stealing any food we managed to get that day. That didn't make them any less dangerous, however, due to them having no issue with fighting to the death over a meal. Other feral animals were also an issue, often just things like stray cats or wild coyotes. But we have run into wolf packs or even a wild bear at one point. Uh, Can you say that one last animal? What? Uh, uh, stray, Stray cats or... Wild coyotes. No, oh, coyotes. A wild bear? Co- oh, I coyotes? You, for some reason, I thought you said coyotes, and I'm like... or Coyotes. Sorry, I was like, what? Coyote. Or, no, Los coyotes. Los coyotes. Los coyotes. Coyotes. Um, um, honestly, right now, I feel like we're... It's describing fallout, but... Yeah, I yeah, mean... No, it really is. How often... Well, I mean, how often have we all been attacked by feral dogs in fallout? Oh, God. I mean, coyotes... Stray cats, I don't know so much, but wolf packs? Okay, sure. Wild bear. I mean, Yaogwai come out of nowhere, you know? Mm-hmm. But that's not the most dangerous thing to face since the incident. No, that would be them, those horrible monsters. Ever since the outbreak, they became the biggest obstacle against our survival. Again, we're still in Fallout. There's. Mm-hmm. Uh, feral ghouls? Yeah, I was just thinking feral ghouls. <laughs> well, no, is it, what's the... There's, no, no, those, those horrible monsters, the NCR. <laughs> no. Uh, no. What are, there's, what are the name of the bigger, the big, the big guys? The, uh, oh, the, 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 the super mutants? Yes. Or, or, or yes. I was, were you thinking super mutants or death claws? I was thinking super mutants. Super mutants. Yeah. Human, come out. I have a treat for you. Oh, <laughs> Uh, first off, they are violent, unimaginably so. At least a coyote attacks to either defend itself or to get food. Them, they'd attack with little or to no provocation. Even worse is that they'd kill just for the sake of killing. I'd seen them tear apart a member of our group only to leave their remains behind. And they're known to completely ignore other creatures just to go after us specifically. It's as though they are driven by some sort of deep-seated hatred towards us. Like they <laughs> wouldn't stop until every inch of land was stained with our blood. <laughs> I smell what they're stepping in. Yeah. Yeah, I can I, I can I can already tell where this is going. Is is it my turn? I've it's, lost yeah. track. Yeah, it's your turn. This is a very short story. Yeah. <laughs> They tend to travel in small groups, though sometimes they split up into pairs or tread through the area alone. It's fairly easy to take them down when they are by themselves. They lack any sharp teeth or claws, though they are smart enough to use anything they can get their hands on as a weapon. Normally, if there's one, you can guarantee that there are others nearby. Those things often lumber about, shambling aimlessly with a dull, almost empty expression on their faces. That is, until they see you. Their, then their expression changes. Their faces contort to that of rage and disgust. Next thing you know, they lunge at you and attempt to tear you limb from limb. It's worse when more than one attacked at the same time. As they attack, they emit a series of angry shouts and screams, not so different from a wild predator as it kills its prey. And when they're lumbering about, they grunt and mutter at one another. Each day they are gaining territory over us. Our shelters have been destroyed. Many innocent lives are lost, and they show no signs of stopping. 
I wish the living would just leave us alone. Yeah. Yeah. Not going to lie. I saw that a mile, a mile away. But it wasn't until like the third to last paragraph, though, that it's like, oh, wait. So I see why these stories were bundled together. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I I think I like this one more than the other one, to be honest. Yeah. I do too, because it accomplishes what it sets out to do very well, yeah. and 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 doesn't overstay its welcome. It, it, yeah, for what the length is, it's perfect. Yeah, I mean the 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 whole story is just there to serve the punch the the twist the punchline. Mm-hmm. Um. By the way, this is credited to Chelsea Adams five twenty four. Yeah, I I think, and then also the writing is strong. The it, it's very coherent. Um. It's not like the other or the other one. I'm Ad- not- admittedly, not as much fun to read. No, no, of with course you not. Yeah, because the main character wasn't a bear. Yeah. <laughs> no, the main character was was uh, was a no. You know what this is? Again, this is still Fallout. These are just these are just non feral ghouls having to deal with the other wasteland survivors. Yeah. This is just a Fallout story. Oh man, I want to play Fallout in Vegas now. I still, I'm still waiting for the day when Bethesda will let you play. I know we talked about this like a few times recently, but I, I won't let it go. I want to play as a ghoul. Well, when they'll let you play Fallout 76 and actually have fun at the same time, too. Uh, ah. <laughs> Sips tea, but that's none of my business. Yes. I thought you weren't drinking tea. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. It was just, it was a funny joke. It was, it was a. It was no, no, no. Because earlier. Earlier, no, I'm just calling. I'm calling you out. You you were drinking a fizzy drink, and you held it right up to the microphone and said, "Hey, check out my fizzy drink." I'm also drinking coffee. Oh, okay, that's fine. Fizzy coffee? No, but no. No. I'll let you sip your imaginary tea. uh, I give this. I'm gonna rate this. I give this a what a twist out of a M Night Shyamalan's (laughs) crappy. Like the one from Devil. It's the Devil. Oh, God. Guess what? It was the Devil the whole time. Oh, I watched that trailer and I was like, I know who the fucking Devil is. And then, and then I actually asked my friend who saw it before I did. I'm like, let me guess. This person's the Devil. And he's like, how'd you know? I'm like, hello. <laughs> God, that movie. Kayla is making an exaggerated hand gesture. Um, I will give this the freshness rating of... Um, a uh, moot fr- a mute fruit out of uh, a bunch of radioactive water from a swimming pool. I think I'll give this an imaginary tea out of a real tea. I didn't know you were into real tea. Hey! <laughs> no, just fake tea. There's no tish though. So. Uh, yeah. Let's see what the comments are. I want to know what people thought of this story. Um, 10 out of 10. Dang. This is an amazing story. They're actually fairly... uh, I think a lot of people are generally actually pretty positive positive about this one, too. Oh, there's a little comment by the author. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's see. Oh, I've always wanted to write a zombie apocalypse story that didn't follow the typical aspects of the drama. Uh, one thing that fascinated me is how zombie films, TV shows, etc. would sometimes depict the similarities between the zombie hordes and the panic-stricken, unrational nature of the human survivors would succumb to. I want that to be the focus of my story, but also give it a perspective flip. 
a twist of sorts, if you will. Here, the zombies are not mindless, brain-eating beasts. They are just trying to survive and only want to be left in peace. It's the humans that are the monsters here. They indiscriminately to kill the zombies for no reason other than the irrational feel and fear and hatred towards them. So zombies, humans aren't the mindless, shuffling monsters. I mean, she didn't Does- need to explain that, but... I mean, again, I I kind of like it is it, Richard Matheson. Yeah, I am Legend. That was the twist. That was the twist. when the vampires became the society. Spoilers for a book that's like over fifty years old. Yeah, gasp! <laughs> I am Legend. Next, you're gonna tell me that Rosebud was the name of his sled. I actually did guess that. I I uh, watched that film, by the way. Yeah, and I uh, didn't know the twist, and then like. Two minutes beforehand, I turned to my friend. I'm like, I think Rosebud is the sled. And I mean, my friend didn't know either. And then it gets revealed. And he's like, how the fuck did you know that? <laughs> I'm like, I didn't. I just guessed it based off all these context clues. And he's like, no, how the fuck did you know? <laughs> Not like it's a movie from the Because you're third. a nerd. Well, I just. And also everybody, a lot, so many people. But that context clues. Well, it was, it, it, after a certain point, it's like, what is the one thing? Because it. It ends right before he. It, it shows like him like looking at it at his snow globe, and they said, "Have you ever loved anything in your life?" And he looks down and he says, "Rosebud." And I'm like, "Oh wait, snow globe. Last time he was happy was when he was riding his sled." I think that's. <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about Citizen Kane at the end of this creepy posture. <laughs> I know. I will say. When Kayla, I never saw Fight Club until Kayla showed me Fight Club, so I didn't know the twist of Fight Club until I saw Fight Club. Should I? Do- I mean, how many times can I use Fight Club in this? <laughs> We're not supposed to talk about Fight Club. Well, you broke the rule you too then just now, so haha. Yeah, Welcome but I Tyler, put a snort on the Durden's fighting school. You failed. <laughs> <laughs> I put a snort on the end of that sentence, so uh, nobody can hear it. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us, Cleric. Thank you, Cleric. You're very welcome. Uh, if people want to, if you do, since you are working on some projects right now, um, is there anything you'd like to point people toward while uh, you have the mic? Um, I I have a YouTube channel. Um, it's just my username. It's the one with my symbol. I don't know what's up with the other one with also my name. I don't think that's me. Oh, there's a different Cleric of Madness? Yeah, but it it doesn't have any videos. I don't uh, think I don't. By the way, for those of you who don't know, uh, cleric's uh, symbol does look suspiciously like the Phyrexian emblem. So just you know, and it's it also looks suspiciously like the uh, capital Phi, uh, the Greek letter. Oh yes, so I guess I guess they're kind of put to together. And to simplify it more, it looks like it, someone used a crayon to draw a circle and then put a line through it. It also looks like two parts of the Deathly Hallows. <laughs> But it's an inherently original thing, and it's clerics. Only clerics. Yee. Do not steal. TM. Register. OC Donut Steal. (laughs) Circle R. (laughs) Circle Line. It looks like Circle Line. Mm -hmm. Gotta introduce myself. Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinera, and this podcast is part of CreativeHorror.com a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at creativehorror.com. 